Welcome to podcast number 173 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. Today's podcast is entitled, Call Forth Your Dreams. In the past few weeks, we've discussed topics like never give up on your dreams, or how to build a foundation for our dream and learn to wait for our dream, and a couple other ones, how to God fulfills our dreams and avoid roadblocks to our dreams. The reason I've read those off to you is because I think it's important that those of you who are tuning in for the first time, maybe just listening in today that you realize that there's a number of teachings on this topic in prior podcasts. So I hope you might go back and listen to those. For those of you who's listened to them, thank you for giving me the opportunity to share these with those who are listening in today, maybe for the first time. We're going to get into a podcast, I believe, that's going to make a great impact on your life. Otherwise, I wouldn't have taken the time to do it. But before we do that, let's pray and ask for the guidance and the leading of the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, I come to you and ask that you would bless this teaching today, that you would bless all that's said. I've spent time in preparation, in research, and Bible reading, and doing outlines and notes. But Lord, none of that will be of value unless the anointing of the Holy Spirit comes down and takes me through the areas that I should share and opens up the hearts of those who are listening in today. So I pray that you would bless those who maybe have listened for the first time or those who are continuing listening to these podcasts, that today you would do something very special in their life. Lord, if they have a dream that they've been praying for and desiring to see take place in their life, I call it forth in the name of Jesus. And I believe, Lord, that you can use and will use this podcast to help them have greater faith, to be able to step out in faith and claim that dream. If it's an old one, not to give up on it, but to believe for it. And Father, I thank you for that in advance, and I'll give you praise for what's about to take place. For I ask these things in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I believe that this podcast can change your life if you catch it. Now, as a pastor, I would often tell my congregation before I would speak or bring the message for that day that some things are taught and some things are caught. This podcast must be caught. You must receive it and take it into your heart, your soul, and your spirit. Later in this session, I will give you a passage of scripture that changed my life. It was written by the Apostle Paul in the book of Romans. I ask you to submit to the Holy Spirit now in order to catch this podcast entitled, Call Forth Your Dreams. Now allow me to lay a foundation of how to receive your dream. Please excuse my personal references. I use them because they're so fresh in my heart and in my mind, but sometimes I get concerned that you might think I'm talking more about my past, and that's not my intention here. But these personal references, I believe, will be a blessing to you. They're the experiences that you've placed in my heart, the dreams that you've placed into me ever since I was a small child. So as a child, I was a dreamer. I often dreamed about so many different things. My dreams would sometimes take place during my sleep. I would usually, though, experience my dreams most of the time when I was walking around because I was kind of a daydreamer, especially in school. In elementary school, I would sit in the classroom and look out the windows and dream about going to places like Disneyland or the ocean you know, in California. These were things that was easy to dream about. I'd look out and see the clouds forming and I would, could see shapes and forms in the clouds. Some of you may have done that and may you do that today. And you look out in the clouds, you might see a face of a, of a cartoon character or you might see the shape of an elephant or a giraffe or something by the clouds that are forming up in the heavens. But I can tell you, uh, those are dreams and those are things that lead to other thoughts and other ideas. And so I believe in dreaming. Now, I 
pray that my personal dreaming experiences, and I'm going to give you a few more of those, will help you relate to the dreams in your life. That's the reason I'm going to give them to you today. So as a teenager, I would dream of getting my own car. Now, a lot of men out there, a lot of boys out there knew what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. That first car was going to be something that were going to be very special. So I worked very hard and I bought one for cash. I'll never forget it. I paid $125 for this little 53 Chevy and I was blessed to have it and I thanked the Lord that I had that car. When I was serving in the Vietnam War, I dreamed every day about returning to my beautiful wife and child. And one of the things that I like to do when I have dreams, I like to think of what it would be like to try and imagine what it'd be like to experience that. When I dreamed about Disneyland, I could picture myself on the teacups riding around or on the Dumbo the Elephant ride or wherever it was that I wanted to get on. I could picture myself being on that ride and it kind of gave me a joy and experience that I was really looking for. And the same thing applied to me when I was in Vietnam because when I was there, my dream was to go home. I wanted to be back with my wife and our son and it was a horrible experience in Vietnam and I thank the Lord that he got me through it and that he brought me that dream and it came to life because when I returned to Phoenix, I had already lived many times over what it would be like to see my wife at the airport and hug her and hug our child. And I'll tell you, it turned out just the way I had been dreaming about it. Now, as I moved on to my life, I wanted to be a banker one day and I became one. And as a matter of fact, when I was working as a banker, I was blessed to get promotions and moved up the line quickly. So I kind of had a dream of someday being a bank president. Well, 15 years later, I was offered a job to be president of a new bank forming in Phoenix, Arizona. God brought that dream to life also. And then I can remember having a dream that my wife and I would someday start a business and we would name it Dave Friend Homes. Now that's not very clever. That's not very creative. But in all honesty, that was the dream that I had that someday I'd see a sign on the road that said Dave Friend Homes. And I gave up my banking career, gave up the opportunity to be president of a bank so that we could see that dream fulfilled. And I'm so blessed that my wife helped me see my dream fulfilled. And I'm going to speak to couples for just a moment now. Many of you have dreams. Maybe a husband has a dream to start his own business or a wife has a dream maybe to have a a small business at home or have a little boutique or something or just simply raise the children to be able to send them off to college someday, whatever the dream might be. Couples, we need to encourage each other in our dreams. Now, some dreams are not realistic at all. Sometimes you see a guy who wants to be a football player and he's 50 years old. Well, that's probably not going to work. But in most cases, when we have dreams as married couples, we need to encourage each other and pray for each other and ask the Lord to help that dream come to pass. Well, the Lord brought my dream true of having a company called Day Friend Homes, and he deserves all the honor and all the praise and all the glory for that. And then finally, probably the, one of the greatest dreams I ever had was that one day my wife and I might pastor a new church in Scottsdale, Arizona, the place where I had worked as a banker, as a home builder, a place that I loved and that we still live to this day. And God blessed that, and it happened. Once again, the Lord brought my dream alive. We pastored that church for 20 years and recently merged with another church and thank God for that opportunity. Now, some of you might be saying, yeah, that's great for you and it's wonderful that all your dreams come true. Well, I'm not saying that they all come true. Matter of fact, why am I giving you this list of my dreams coming true? I kind of wondered when I was putting this together and getting these notes together in my outline, why am I doing that? Well, I think it's because they all had the same source and that was faith and prayer. I believed even back then in calling forth my dream and saying, Jesus' name. I believe that I could call forth a dream and actually start to live it and experience it before it ever even happened. Now, I'm blessed that most of my dreams have have come true, and I must admit I am truly blessed for that. But there were dreams that never materialized, and 
And I look back on some of those dreams and I'm glad that they didn't. It would have taken me off in a totally different direction. Now, I'll be doing a podcast coming up in the future on why dreams don't come true. And I have a number of experiences I can share with you. And sometimes dreams don't come true because God's got a better dream for us than the one that we come up with. Remember in last podcast that I did, I talked about God's ways are greater than our ways. I read that in Isaiah chapter 55, where he says that his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways are higher than our thoughts, which simply means that he's able to do far more than we can do. He even says in that scripture that that he can bring forth things in our life that we can't even imagine. So with that, I'm thankful for the dreams that did not come true, but very thankful for those who also did. Now, my greatest dreams came true after I became a Christian. Now, for those of you who are followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, you understand what I'm saying. As a matter of fact, let's just take a moment right now. If anyone is listening in and you have not given your life to Jesus Christ, let me just take a moment. I believe the Holy Spirit is advising me and giving me instructions to stop and just say this right now. If you've not given your life to Christ, you don't know what I'm talking about and praying and believing and calling forth things for your dreams that that are not and believe that they are. You may not understand that, but if you would accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you would be led and directed in your life like never before. I want you to pray this prayer. Lord, I'm sorry for the sins I've committed. I need a Savior. I need you to be Lord of my life. I repent of my sins. I ask you to forgive me and cleanse me. And I receive you, Lord Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. And I promise to serve you all the days of my life. For I ask these things now in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You see, if you prayed that prayer, what you've done is you've now transferred yourself into a new realm of faith, a new realm of trust and belief. You now have confidence in Jesus and God the Father, and you believing that you can go to him now and he'll hear your prayers, and he will. But I just want to encourage you to find a good church, get in the Bible and read the word of God and become strong in your faith. And I believe God will do that for you, but you've got to take the first step to do that. So let's get back now to our podcast, Call Forth the Dreams. Allow me to tell you why I believe your dreams will come true. You must catch this teaching and you must catch the scripture that the Apostle Paul wrote in the book of Romans chapter 4 verses 17 and 18. I've learned to call forth my dreams before they even come true. So let me read to you now those scriptures found in Romans chapter 4 in the New Living Translation and verses number 17 and 18. And this is the Apostle Paul talking about having faith faith like Abraham had. And I'm going to refer to that in just a moment about Abraham and how him and Sarah had faith and had a dream birthed in his life by God that he would become the father of many nations. And I could see that Abraham could picture himself being the father. Now he was in his 90s when that happened and so was Sarah. And yet Abraham had a dream that he believed in with all of his heart, all of his soul, and all of his might. He believed that God was in charge of it. You might say, well, I would too if God spoke to me. Well, I'm not so sure that works with some people. Sometimes the Holy Spirit speaks to you, which is basically the same God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit speaks to you, you sometimes question it and say, well, is that true? How can that be true? I don't know how that dream could ever happen. It's too big. It's too large. It's way above me. Well, dreams that are above you are the best dreams because then we have to depend upon God to bring that dream to pass. So this scripture I'm going to read you in Romans chapter 4 verses 17 and 18 is where the Apostle Paul is talking about it. Abraham, and that he became the father of many nations. And then we get a great teaching here. And this is the one that I read many, many, many years ago, which changed my life. It changed my prayer life. It changed my dreams. It everything 
that has changed in my life, I believe, came about by having deeper faith and a greater trust in God to have, for him to bring them forth. So I'm reading in 4.16, starting at verse number 16, I think I'll start at. So the promise is received by faith. It is given as a free gift, and we are all certain to receive it. This is Paul speaking, whether or not we live according to the law of Moses. We have faith like Abraham's, for Abraham is the father of all who believe. Verse 17, that is what the scriptures mean when God told him, I have made you the father of many nations. This happened because Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life and who creates new things out of nothing. Those words in verse number 17 are just absolutely so powerful. You've got to catch it though. I'm trying to teach it, but it's important that you now catch it and you believe it and you accept it. Because what he's saying is that you can call forth things that are not as though that they are. That means if you have a dream and it hasn't happened yet, but you've sensed that dream is from God, you believe it's from God, it passes the test of knowing that a dream will be led of God. That means it, it's according to God's will. It'll draw you closer to the Lord. It'll bless the kingdom of God. That's what a dream needs to do for God to be willing to bless it. But here we're being taught a premise that is so powerful and which inspired this podcast, a book that I've written entitled Receive Everything from What We Call Nothing. That book I'll mention maybe later at the end of this podcast as how you can get your hands on it. But really, when you think about it, when you have a dream, you should place yourself in a position of imagining that you're experiencing that dream. Like as a little kid, I did. I imagined myself riding on the rides at Disneyland before I even went to Disneyland because I had a dream to go there or to go back there. And in my life, as I wanted to be a pastor, I had to imagine myself preaching to the congregation. I can remember that when God called me to pastor, my wife and I went into full-time ministry. We sold our business and moved on. And then Pastor Barnett gave us the opportunity to go to Scottsdale and start a church in Scottsdale. We purchased some land and I would go out to the property and walk around the property and walk on that that beautiful high desert land surrounded by mountains. It was just, it's a beautiful piece of land. And I would walk on that property and I can imagine myself, I would dream myself standing before the congregation, giving an altar call and seeing hundreds of people raise their hands and receiving Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And that has happened many, many times in services at the church. And I thank God for that dream, you know, becoming reality. But I also thank him that I got the dream before it became reality. That sometimes the dreaming is even more fun than actually seeing it come to pass. How many times when I was a kid, I, I let me use this example. As a kid, I would wait for Christmas to come and I would get so excited about Christmas coming when I was 9, 10, 11, 12 years old because I knew it was going to be a great day, a fun day. And I could imagine opening up gifts and I can imagine what it would be like to have that great Christmas dinner and have family around and just have a wonderful time. And then when it came, it was glorious. And then after we came and the day was over, sometimes Christmas afternoon kind of slows down a little bit. Sometimes after we get the dream, it's, it's the joy of it is still there and you're thankful for it. But I think sometimes there's a lot more excitement on the path to achieve our dream than sometimes even the dream coming true. Now, that's for another podcast down the road, but that's just a thought and I won't charge you anymore for that. And I'm just kidding with you, obviously. But I want you to understand that the dream can come in your mind, in your heart, in your belief, and in your faith, and your trust in God before you actually see it materialize. So let's learn how to call forth those things that are not as though they are, and you can apply that to your dreams. We can actually imagine that dream happening. We can see that dream by faith. We can enjoy that dream by faith and trust in God because we can call it forth 
even though it's not here yet, and believe for it in Jesus' name. In Romans chapter 4, verses 17 and 18, we, we talked about it, and I just explained in detail how I feel it's just so crucial to believing for your dreams. But you know, that scripture came from a dream that God gave Abraham. And we find that in the book of Genesis chapter 17, verses 4, and maybe a few other verses. But let me read a little bit in there and kind of show you how that dream came to Abraham. In chapter 17, verse 1, in the New Living Translation, it says here, when Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am El Shaddai, God Almighty. Serve me faithfully and live a blameless life. I will make a covenant with you by which I will guarantee to give you countless descendants. You see, when God gives us a dream, there's a guarantee with it, but there's a condition to that guarantee. And he said, serve me faithfully and live a blameless life. That doesn't mean a perfect life. It just means a life that that you're doing your best to serve God. When you make mistakes, you ask for forgiveness and you move on with your life. At verse number three, it says, at this time, Abraham fell face, or Abram fell face down on the ground. Then God said to him, this is my covenant with you. Okay. He's placing a dream. Get this. He's placing a dream in the heart of Abraham. But his name at that time was Abram. This is my covenant with you. I will make you the father of a multitude of nations. What's more, I am changing your name. It will no longer be Abram. Instead, you will be called Abraham, for you will be the father of many nations. You know what just happened there? He's calling forth something that's not as though that it is. Now, if God speaks that and he believes that, then we should believe that. We should trust that and we should call forth our dreams even though they have not yet happened. It says in here, verse 6, I will make you extremely fruitful. Your descendants will become many nations and your kings will be among them. Look at the promise that God made to Abraham. It's interesting to think that so many years later, you know, many, many years, thousands of years later, Paul, the Apostle Paul, led by the Holy Spirit of God, wrote the words in Romans 4, 17 and 18 that I read earlier. See, Paul is giving us the key to receive anything from God that includes our dreams. So you can take Genesis 17 and believe it and claim it for your life. And then you can read it afresh in Romans 4, 17 and 18 and claim that and call forth those things that are not as though they are. That includes your dreams. Now from this scripture, I was inspired to write a book entitled, Receive Everything from What We Call Nothing. And I'm telling you, if you're interested in that, you can go to my webpage and I'll give that at the end of this podcast today because I believe it's a powerful lesson and one that has literally transformed my life. Now it is important I point out that this podcast is not about just being positive or having the power of positive thinking or the power of thinking right. It is not a name it and claim it lesson. Thinking our mind can have the power through positive thinking is giving credit credit to our abilities, to our mind. We should never do that because thinking positive is okay and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with being a positive person because I call myself a very positive person. I always like to look for good in things. I like to believe in people. When I first meet them. And if they're a bad person, they'll have to prove that to me. I'm not going to start off being cautious with them. I want to be positive with them. And that's okay. But it's not okay if it lifts up self. Because as followers of Jesus Christ, we are to deny self. We must crucify our flesh. This means to lose our life in us and ourselves and to find it in Jesus Christ. Let me read you a scripture that proves that. Jesus said these words in Luke chapter 9 verse 23 in the New Living Translation. Then he said to the crowd, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways, take up your cross daily, and follow me. There are other scriptures that talk about denying self. 
I'm not talking about having a great positive mind when it comes to getting your dreams fulfilled. I'm telling you to be positive in Christ because He is our source of strength in our life. Now, there are a number, many, many numbers and examples of calling forth things that are not as though they are. So let me give you a couple of those before we end this podcast today. Paul's speaking here in the book of Ephesians in chapter 3 and verse 20 from the New Living Translation. He's addressing the Ephesians and trying to give them something encouraging and positive to lift them up. And so he says these words. Now, when I read these words, think about it in the realm of calling forth something that's not as though that it is. And he says here in verse 20, now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than what we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Let's take a moment and look at that scripture. Isn't it? It's a scripture. I think it's a scripture and a reference to tell us that there's examples that God wants us to call for things that are not as though they are. Now, all glory to God. Got to give him glory first. Who's able? He has the ability. God is able to do anything, right? There's nothing impossible with him. Through his mighty power, and that's wonderful, but look at this, at work within us. He places that power in us. It's at work in us. That's God's ability. And so if we have God's ability, then all things are possible for us through Christ Jesus. And it says to accomplish. That means to something's going to be fulfilled to accomplish your dream. You could just simply say to accomplish my dream. It says infinitely more than we might ask or even think. So now we're getting into the realm of God's ability and God's ways and God's thoughts and those powers are inside of us. That's not positive thinking. That's the power of God and all glory to him. So when you read that scripture, Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20, we can claim that promise for our dream. Let's read it this a little differently now. In reference to my dream, Lord, all glory to you because I know you're able to handle my dream, to take care of it through your power, Father God. Nothing's impossible with you, but that power has now been placed in us and works in us. So the power that you have to bring our dreams to pass are now placed inside of us through your spirit. That my dream, it says, it says to accomplish. I'm just taking that scripture and throwing the thoughts and the references about our dreams to accomplish. That means to accomplish our dream greater. It says infinitely more than what we might ask or think. You know, maybe the dream that you have, God has a better dream. You ever thought about that? You ever thought maybe the dream you have, maybe that hasn't it hasn't come forward in your life, hasn't come forth and isn't reality yet, is because God's holding off to give you something better? Have you ever gone out shopping for a car and prayed for a car and you see one and for some reason you don't buy it or it doesn't go through or you can't get the loan or something happens and you get frustrated and you say, oh my goodness, why did that happen that way? And then a day or two days later or a week later, a better deal comes along, a better car comes along, a better opportunity comes along because see, God had a better dream for you than you had for yourself. So you see, when you get into the realm of catching that teaching that Paul gives us to call forth those things that are not as though they are, he's placing greater dreams in us. And he's believing that they're already there, they're already being performed, and they're already alive, and the power is already inside of us. Let me give you another scripture that is one that we would look over many times when we talk about calling forth our dreams. And it's found in John 3.16. And we all know that scripture. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him, 
him would have everlasting life. Wow. So that is the ultimate of calling forth something that's not as though that it is. God has placed that dream of John 3.16 in our heart, in our mind, and he is calling forth people to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And many people read that scripture. They read it constantly, over and over again. You even see the signs at, at sporting events, in the in the fans, in the out where the, the fans are cheering on. You see these big signs say, John 3.16. People are claiming that scripture because they want people to come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. As a matter in fact, let me just close this podcast out on that. I'm going to read to you right out of the New Living Translation, John 3:16. And as I read it, think about your dream and think about that this statement is something that God called forth even before it existed. That's pretty amazing. For God so loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son. Now he gave that for a future dream that people would come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And look at the millions and most likely billions of people now who have given their life to Jesus Christ. And yet God gave this word to John to write for us so that here we are 2,000 years after Jesus would walk this earth and was persecuted. He was bruised for our iniquities and he gave his life for us and he paid the ultimate price his life so that we would be forgiven of our sins he took on the sins of the world and god is making that statement here and saying that because of that he's calling forth something that's not as though that it is so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life wow if that doesn't help you get a deeper and understanding of what it is to call forth your dream. I don't know of any other example I can give you. I have some other things written down here that maybe I'll share briefly with you, but take and receive this teaching on calling forth your dreams. We can call them forth. We can believe for them. We can actually live in them before they even happen. We've got to have, in order to receive our dreams, we've got to have a measure of faith. In order to call forth our dream, we must increase the depth and the strength of our faith and our trust in God. Having a dream is something that anyone can experience, but believing that that dream will come true requires faith, trust, and confidence in God. So I pray that you will catch 417, that you'll walk, live, and trust in it, and you will call forth things in your life that has not happened yet, but believe as though that they have. Believe in them, live in them, and walk in it before it even happens. I believe if you call forth your dream, it will come to pass. So let me pray for you as we close this podcast out today. Father, this is a powerful message, one that I didn't have, one that, Lord, you gave me. Father, you placed on my heart. Lord, it's so deep in my heart that you had me write an entire book about it, and I believe it's changing lives all over the place, people who read it and believe it. And Father, I believe that people out there who have a dream, that they will begin to call it forth. They'll believe for that dream to happen before it ever does, that they will live in it and walk it, experience, and even breathe it, and experience the joy of that dream before it even happens. And when it does happen, they'll give you all the glory and all the praise for it. And that you, Father God, are the one that deserves all the honor, all the praise and the glory for everything that takes place in our life that's good. I thank you for it now and I give you praise for it, Father. For I ask this blessing upon those who are listening in today and I give you the praise. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I pray that this podcast has been a blessing to you, that it's helped you and encouraged you. Like I said at the beginning of it, some things are taught and some things are caught. You need to catch this podcast, this lesson, this teaching and live with confidence in the words that, that the Apostle Paul gave us in Romans 4, 17, and 18. I would like to encourage you, if you'd like to get more information about my teaching and upon the Quality Christian Living podcast that we're doing, you can go to my podcast at davidcfriendauthor.com. 
And when you pull it up, you'll find a reference to all the podcasts that I've done. There's a link there, and you can click on the 173 podcasts that have been done in the last year and a half, and from various topics dealing with faith and dealing with the gifts of the Spirit, dealing with a closer walk with God, dealing with how to get out of debt, even a few messages on for veterans to help them and encourage them in their service that they gave for our country. But there's a lot of things there that'll be a blessing to you, so you can get that information by listening to the podcast. In addition to that, when you pull up my webpage, you'll see references to a number of books I've written. One is entitled, and I mentioned it earlier, Receive Everything from What We Call Nothing, which is basically a book written on Romans 4, 17 and 18. And I know it'd be a blessing to you and encourage you and help you. In addition to that, if you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. Well, I hope that this has been a blessing to you, and I hope that you will receive it in the way that was intended, and that is to build up faith and strength and confidence and trust in our God. And I hope that you will pray and believe that that your dream is still alive and well, and that you should even dream more often. I believe we should sometimes just sit and meditate on the things of God, read his scriptures, and then meditate on that word and believe there's something in there very special for us. And reading his scriptures will birth dreams in our life. Going to church and hearing a good message at our church, or whatever church that you attend, will bring forth dreams for your life. And like I said earlier, if you have a dream that you want to see come true in your life, you should help other people see their dreams fulfilled. And I believe God will bless you with that. We'll be bringing another lesson to you in the next podcast. I believe it will probably be entitled something like why some dreams never come true or why they shouldn't come true. I'm not sure the exact title of it, but we'll be talking on that premise in our next podcast. So with this, I just like to sign off by giving these words of encouragement. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So until next time, let me just say that may God richly bless you and may your dreams come true. May they come forth as you call forth those things that are not as though they are. I want you to tell your friends and family members about this series on dreams. A lot of people are joining in and I pray that it'll be a blessing to you. Once again, I thank you for listening to Quality Christian Living. God bless you.